All right, folks, thanks for listening to Inside the Daily Press. My name is Matthew Hall. I'm the editor here. Uh, I am going to run down five stories for you about interesting topics from the last week. Um, It's been a big week for meetings, so we're going to run down a series of different meetings in the city and what came out of them. Um, We'll start with City Council. City Council very recently met, depending on when you're listening to this. Meeting was Tuesday night. One of the big items to come out of that meeting was a settlement with the Eric Euler sexual abuse case. This is a real bad case. This is this is very much a big black eye for the city. But there was a, a very bad dude named Eric Euler who abused a lot of children uh, in the 20 to 30 year ago range. He was an employee at PAL, the Police Activities League, and he had a particular target group that involved uh, young Latino men and boys. And he was arrested back in 2018. Um, he killed himself before he could actually face those charges. But his victims have been coming forward over the years to file claims against the city. And the city has been working to settle those. There's been this long, drawn-out process. Essentially, we got the end to that process this week. The last batch of claimants filed their claims. It brings the total, the total that the city will pay to all of his victims is $229.8 million. That is a huge amount. Um, it is it is possibly the most that any city has paid for a settlement of this kind. It essentially has come in a couple of batches. We paid about half of that um, about a year ago. This second batch of claims was resolved last night. Um, to make these huge payments, the city's going to have to undertake some fiscal, uh, let's call it gymnastics. They're going to have to sell some property. They're going to have to borrow against some of their funds, and they're actually hoping to recoup a significant amount of it from their insurance companies, although there is a separate lawsuit pending between the city and its insurance companies over just how much they will pay. Um, But that wraps up that very dark chapter in the city's history. Um, That was also that was city council. We'll move on to one of the other meetings from the week. We had a school board meeting this week. And the school board meeting overlapped with the city council council a little bit because they continued to talk about the civic auditorium. Um, but one of the bigger, more school-focused items to come out of the council meeting, or sorry, to come out of the school board meeting, was a discussion around construction of new school campuses. And the school board was entering the design phase for a couple of campuses, specifically Roosevelt and Lincoln. And the renderings for these new campus designs showed very large windows and glass-walled classrooms. And a lot of parents and teachers were very concerned about this. Again, this is somewhat of a dark subject, but in this day and age, uh, large-scale glass walls, large glass windows are can be unsafe if there was a school shooting incident. And many individuals spoke up that these classrooms needed to be essentially more fortified. That was their concern around these, these design renderings. Now, those plans are not set in stone in any way. They are not actually necessarily going to build large windows and glass walls. These were just sort of the the example renderings that were presented to get the ball rolling for discussion. The design process for these campuses is now underway. There will be community meetings. There will be community discussion. Um, the school board was very receptive to this notion that these large windows and glass walls are not something that, that, that the community wants to pursue. And while it was not a a decision-making action on that specific item, that feedback was received and will be incorporated into the designs as this process moves forward. So, next meeting for the week, uh, we had Rent Control Board. Now, Rent Control Board was doing its rent control thing, talking about tenants and, and landlords and all that kind of stuff, but they also gave a rundown of big-picture Sacramento-level uh, bills that are pending that they want to support or oppose. 
And the a couple of them were interesting. Uh, one bill would allow a rent-controlled tenant on the second floor or a top floor of a building to move to a ground floor unit and keep their rent-controlled status and keep their monthly rent if that tenant has a disability or an age-related reason that the second or third or fourth floor was no longer uh, reasonable accommodation for them. Um, that bill's pending. It would That would actually be a revision to Costa-Hawkins, which would be interesting. And that's something that the Rent Control Board supported. Um, they also supported the, the, the big bill, we'll call it, which is SB 466. And this bill has gone through several revisions around what it would and wouldn't do. As it stands today, the big, big uh, sort of gorilla in the room for this bill is it would expand rent control to all new construction. So currently, rent control is only applied to buildings that were constructed before the city adopted rent controls. That's a pre-1979 threshold. This bill would say that any building that is more than 15 years old can be brought into rent control. And so because our rent control rules are written to our charter, Santa Monica, if would would have to take some steps before this could be implemented. So if this bill is passed, Santa Monica would then have to probably have a a charter amendment that would change the date stamp on its rent control rules that could bring thousands or tens of thousands of new units under rent control. Now, still theoretical at this point, the bill is pending, it's under discussion, it certainly has some momentum. But it is not necessarily a guaranteed slam dunk that it will pass. Um, but the Rent Control Board voted to support it. And so we'll, we'll continue to track that as it comes through. Um, there was also a, a, I'll call it a minor bill that would have increased payments to landlords who are making seismic upgrades to their buildings. Totally support that. That made a lot of sense. Um, there was one bill they opposed, which will ha- would have what they call unbundled parking. So it would have separated parking spaces from housing units and essentially ele- enabled landlords to charge independent rents for parking spaces. And if that bill passes, the rent control board feels that would actually violate rent control charters because it would enable landlords to have unregulated rental increases for the parking space. So while the apartment's rent might be capped, the parking space could go up by 10, 15, 20, 30, 50%, whatever the landlord wanted. And they claim that that would be a violation of rent control rules as as that's considered an amenity etc, etc. So the board voted to oppose that measure. Now, all of these are still measures. They're still pending. Nothing's final yet. But as these work their way through Sacramento, if any of them do get passed, we can expect to have more discussion of that at the rent control board. Switching gears again, yet another meeting. Uh, This time it was DTSM, downtown Santa Monica, the group that, that manages and controls a lot of the elements that you see when you go to the promenade, 2nd Street, 4th Street. So DTSM had a meeting to approve a new use for a rooftop parking structure. So this is specifically parking structure number six. It's on 2nd Street. Um, It is the one, the big red one. It currently has a Cafe Cielo, I believe is the name of the coffee shop, underneath it. What they want to do on that structure is take the top floor and convert it into a drive-in movie theater. So there's a company called Rooftop Cinema, Um, They actually operated in Santa Monica during the pandemic, but they were operating up at the airport, not on a rooftop. And so what they do is they bring in classic movies, old movies. Um, I went to see them at the airport. I watched Home Alone over Christmas. It's that kind of thing. Um, So they would put some infrastructure into the rooftop of Parking Structure 6, uh, LED screens that can actually be seen in the daylight. 
and convert that into a drive-in movie experience. Um, and that was met with strong support from DTSM who feel that bringing that use there does a couple of things. It actually takes away some of the parking spaces in Structure 6, but that forces people to park, if the structure were to fill up, in adjacent parking structures that currently have capacity, and that increases foot traffic up and down the street, and that's actually a good thing for the the businesses. Um, It also, just in and of itself, brings in a bunch of people who will be coming for the movie and hopefully will go to dinner and do some other things while they're there. So there's no necessarily timeline for exactly when that's going to be accomplished, but that was approved by DTSM, so that's on track for, for coming to downtown. All right, so those were all stories from meetings this week. Um, they were all interesting, covering different facets of the city. There was actually more information than we can cover in just those stories, and as you continue to read the Daily Press in the coming days and weeks, you'll see some more follow-up, specifically about the gender-neutral bathroom discussion. That became a point of controversy recently. Um, council was asked to approve a motion that would require gender-neutral bathrooms in new construction. That proposal was, we'll call it wildly misinterpreted all over the place, and it became a point of contention when it really probably should not have been. Um, There was a discussion about it. Council ended up unanimously approving the measure, but we will give you more details on that story in a future uh, edition of the Daily Press. Um, Just as a reminder, you can always find all of our stories online, smdp.com. You can pick up the physical newspaper wherever you find it, around boxes and racks in town. You can also sign up for our newsletter. If you would like the news delivered to your inbox every day, go to our website, smdp.com, sign up for the newsletter, and you will get it emailed to you Monday through Saturday. Uh, Thanks for listening, and come back next, next week for more updates.